Yeah, so good day everyone and welcome back to Tech Talk with Lawrence podcast where we talk about technology, talk about cybersecurity, talk about designs and many more businesses, many more things regarding business and technology. Today we we have a very special guest in our midst today joining us and our guest is an expert in the field of cybersecurity and they are here to share their insights and knowledge and predictions about their ever-evolving cyber threats and new technologies. Please give a warm welcome to Shanabo Joshua. Welcome to our podcast today. Thank you. Thank you. It's great to be here. Ah, it's great to be here. Yeah, it's it's an honor to have you on our show. It's, a, it's an honor to have you on the show, bro. We Before we dive into specifics, could you please like introduce yourself and tell our listeners the background and experience in the cybersecurity field? <laughs> All right, so thank you very much. Once again, it's great to be here. Uh, my name is Joshua, Joshua Shanabo. Um, so uh, I've been, yeah. uh, so just a few years, not too much, but I've been here for a little while. Uh, and then I would say, okay, going by background, and then my, and let me just talk about a few experiences. It's It's been amazing. So around when I got into cybersecurity, I was feeling like, ah, this is a virgin field that people have not got into this thing so much. Like I was thinking probably I was among the first people and I was feeling proud <laughs> until yeah, I yeah. started and I'm like, oh, wow, <laughs> this thing, people have gone before me and people are coming after me. And it's not a field that would be choked up, that would be exhausted in the next five years. Yeah. So my experience so far has been amazing. And then one of the things I find is that in this That's field, if true. knowledge is not your desire, you will burn out. Yeah, because it's ever learning. And someone like me, I like to go back to the basics. So even if I've done something yeah. and I see the same thing, but probably something added a little, I'm like, okay, I missed something here. So let's go back and get it. So it's a really fun field. I would encourage anyone to jump into cybersecurity. There are a lot of fields under cybersecurity. Okay, for now, let me just uh, pause there. Yeah, it's 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 also it's also the same feeling with me. At first, I didn't like know much about cybersecurity until I went into the MSc, and I like man, this field is crazy. It's crazy because there are so many there are so many <laughs> things that there are so many things that I've been able to see. I'm able to do, and I'm like, these are stuff okay. that I probably would have fallen victim of earlier if i wasn't aware mm. about it i remember like from the first class when i started like taking msc cybersecurity, it was like any link that was being sent to me i wasn't clicking anymore i was I, <laughs> it was like i was i was i was i was so 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 set skeptical about like preventing you know that feeling when you study yeah, cyber security and yeah. somebody is hacking you, you get what i'm yeah. saying it's like a slap to your face yeah, so yeah. the whole the I whole the feeling. whole course just brought in that <laughs> level of fear and it's it was it's it's a, been a really good experience yeah. getting into the field i'm still a youngie i'm not like you. you've been here way before me you get what i'm saying <laughs> so like i'm still a youngie in this field but it's it's been really impressive so far so that's your ex- your your experience <laughs> is on undoubtedly good and it's it will provide valuable insights in the world of cybersecurity. now let's start discussing on some of the most intriguing topics in the field now could you shed some light on the current okay. states of cybersecurity and the major challenges that individual 
an organization are facing today in the world of cybersecurity? Okay. Um, all right, so I'm doing a research. Uh, it's actually on ROM somewhere. And then from that research, you discover that, okay, so let me use, um, should I use Africa as an example? So let me start with Africa. Uh, so I know there is a, so if you go by compliances and all of that, are supposed to report the attacks you have and yeah, all of that. Exactly. Well, Africa includes, we, they have this nature of hiding or yeah. whatever. But so, I find that that ransomware is beginning to gain ground. And because people are not saying anything, people would not know mm -hmm. that these things are happening. Yeah. And yeah, and then you see there are a lot of um, attacks going on. But one of the prevalent, which has been before time and is still going to be till tomorrow, is one of the things that we say human is always the weakest link. link. Exactly. So it's organizations, they are setting, they are setting picture. Mm -hmm. Yes, organizations and their personal safety, humans will always be the weakest link. So you see pictures, we go on LinkedIn, there's this very funny picture of, okay, there's this video I, I saw yesterday on LinkedIn Yeah. Um, of two guys playing tape tennis and one was really, really trying and the other person was just hitting and so they put it in cyber security and then for every hit there is okay you see ips and then this person is launching another attack and then you're seeing the defense yeah. against it and this person is launching yeah, and like that yeah, like that like that yeah. and then at the end the guy that was uh launching the defense is lost and then what they used as the last one was the employee clicking on a a link and then giving access so so in all of these ransomware, everything, um, social engineering is still the number one on the top of the yeah. list anywhere, anywhere, any day. Yeah, because in as much as most most people don't put it out. If in fact, if you check this OWASP top ten, strangely, um, social engineering is not there. You find SQL injection and the rest, mm -hmm. but I, I believe it's still the top. In fact, uh, two days ago, my dad sent me a link to register for something, and I looked at the link. I said, okay, I looked at everything, obviously. Um, <laughs> like you said, I'm, I'm very aware of links. Yeah. I know what happened. Yeah. I said, this, this link <laughs> is not looking like something I want to click. Exactly. <laughs> so I copied it. I copied it into, um, there's a, uh, a website, redirecturl.com. Yeah. I think although what it does is just for shortened links. So it tells you where it redirects to. Yeah. But that was not a shortened link. So I put it there and it didn't have any redirection. So I copied and I put it in virus total. And then the first 10 antiviruses <laughs> picked it up as malicious. And I just laughed. And like, virus, total, virus total has been saving money yeah. since ages, bro. Yeah. Because, oh my God. Like, yeah. There's, 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 when I, when I came here, I think there was, there was one message I received. It was from a Nigerian number. My Nigerian line was still going through. Okay. And then it was not like okay. register. You've won so, 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 and so amounts. Register, um, click on the link to win your this thing or WhatsApp a number. And I'm mm -hmm. like, this message is people still receive this messages to date. But yeah. And yeah, I, I, I was, I was speaking to someone and the thing is social engineering has gone beyond like, it has gone beyond them just saying click on this link or them just saying you have once or so and so they could uh -huh. go ahead and carry uh -huh. out serious information gathering about you yeah I, I could i could go through somebody's facebook and i'll be able to like get probably family members who is his mom who is his dad go through linkedin get where he's working you get what i'm saying just make everything look so yes. good 
it's even it's even really deep where people like put everything about themselves on social media that it's so bad you could get the mm. car that the person is using and also use uh, yeah. things as personal as that to like craft a social engineering message you get what i'm saying and nah, hit nah. it to someone and yeah. the chance of the person not clicking that link is really low like when it's there's really there's, there's this tool where you you could use to like create a dummy a dummy website let's say um a website i don't want to make mention of the tool definitely but you could use it to create <laughs> a dummy website and the user comes in and puts in their details their details mm-hmm. let's say now a, a gmail website for example it's literally it's not it has no issues with secure but you probably will see something like the the l now or something something like you won't really notice just yeah. a little bit about you, the, yes. the url you get what i'm saying right. so you look for letters yes. that are very similar like o and a you get what i'm saying o and a you won't really look exactly. at the url very well you click on it and you put in your details apart there, from the, the attacker right, is apart from the o and a data. so apart from yeah. the o and a i was showing some people an example and i said something like facebook.com facebook has f-a-c-e-b-o-o-k.com there is this other a i forgot i think there's a there's a it's it's this kind of a i, I, I really can't remember it's like cursive you could yeah. change that a and put something else uh and then probably you could even add a zero you will substitute one of the o's for a zero for a zero exactly and and if it goes through, you know, we once we just see the link and what reads yeah, to yeah. us is Facebook.com. Exactly. We just so I did something like that sometime, a VTA virtual internship with um the forage. And then I think it was MasterCard. So they said I should create a phishing campaign. And then that's exactly what happened. So I so it's no one of the first things we were taught when we we're coming in was uh, social engineering. You find all these guys, they do so for you to detect social engineering, you check misspelled words and all of mm-hmm. that. But these guys are becoming knowledgeable. Yeah, so yeah. they are removing those vectors. They are no longer they are perfectly built meals and all of that. But what happened was I didn't have access to the employees and all of that because I I well uh I didn't want to just take it so deep, so I just drafted um, and I put hello. Uh, I think I put a name or hello employee, something like that. And then I went through, went through, went through, and then I put um, okay. So what the, it was like this: I put hello employee, um, your email, your accounts. Uh, so our IDS IPS picked up several logon attempts on your accounts. Yeah, trend during the night, in, in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. So to avoid the office. 48 lockdown compulsory policy because your account is being affected yeah. somebody is trying you yeah so click this link immediately exactly like instead of coming adding to that urgency, yeah, urgency exactly yeah just makes the whole thing feel so exactly real. you get what i'm saying that's right yeah so that's right it's, it's, and then one of the things that also did that people don't know is um i don't know if you notice most corporate organizations don't use the um let's say john at gmail.com for their corporate yeah, um, yeah, exactly. organizations yeah. email yeah so that's why i put and then when i was um, teaching some people i'm like okay this is a vector this is a vector this is what you should look out for look out at gmail certain corporate organizations when most corporate organizations don't use this again they don't use at gmail.com yeah. it creates something when more you made you made mention of something yeah where you said that okay. social engineering will still be on the top of the race when it comes to cyber attacks now you see yeah. i i feel social engineering and phishing they just come hand in hand because 
Social denarius is just like a medium by which fishing. exactly by which an attacker is used to carry out fishing. You get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. when the attacker crafts an email that looks legit from let's say your organization, your company, let's say you're working for a bank and you're working for an organization and they use probably your boss's um email that is not actually your boss's email, mm-hmm. but let's say they've changed just a particular letter and creates created um they've created the same another email with the same email server that your company uses you get what i'm saying so there's every chance that you wouldn't yeah. know but all these things comes out to like studying email headers and looking at okay where and exactly. where have this email been sent to one does this email is is it actually like because definitely if i'm working for let's say google for example and my email is let's say lawrence at google.com lawrence at google.com you get what i'm saying mm-hmm. now my yeah. websites my the url can never be no no email can ever be lawrence at google.com again so if somebody is to create that it's yes. going to be lawrence at let's say g00 gle now if you're yes. not like inclined and you look at it and you're like wow let me download this file get it to the system the moment you download it they are in they are into the system they are into the company's network and that's why humans would always be the number one problem. I won't the say problem, link. but the number one weakest link when it comes to cyber <laughs> attacks. You get what I'm saying? So That's it's crazy. Right. And That's things right. are evolving. Yeah. Things are evolving. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's so this. Um, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Let go me on, just say this. I was, I was going to, I was going out, uh, took a public transport. I think two, three months ago, I was just seated in the bus and then uh, there's this stuff we, st- we still have in Nigeria, uh, Human Rights Radio. Uh, and then uh, they, what was happening, there was a woman that was complaining that her account was emptied. And uh, that it's still the same social engineering fishing, her account was emptied. And then everybody in the bus was shouting, hey, and me, I was just, obviously, since I'm a cyber security professional, yeah. I was trying to pay attention to listen to how exactly did your account get emptied. And then she said, somebody messaged her, it was during the election period, and then somebody messaged her, and then and some, somebody called her, and then said, all right, who are you going to vote for? You know, the whole issue of the three contestants we had um, for Nigeria, Tinibu, yeah, Atiku, yeah, yeah. and Peter Obi. Yeah. yeah. And then they say, who are you going to vote for? Say, if you are going to vote for Al-Hajj uh, Atiku, we are giving out free 30,000 Naira to everybody that is voting for him. Yeah. And then, <laughs> obviously, Greece stepped in, and then she said, yeah, she's voting for him. And then the person said, okay, okay, we'll get back to you. So they ended the call. And then the person called back later and said, okay, so we're ready. So give me your account number. And then she gave the account number. I said, okay, give me your ATM card number, the card number. And then she gave the number. And then the person said, give me your CVC. And she gave the CVC. And they give me your pin. I don't know how that works, but she gave them the pin. <laughs> see, see, the thing is, this is why, this is why, this is why people have to like listen to podcasts like this, listen to uh, yeah. events like this, listen to talks like this. Because trust me, there are so many people. There are so many people that can be hacked mm-hmm. at the slightest of your finger. Like it's not like mm-hmm. they don't like what they have. It's not like they don't like their money or they don't like their data. But it's because they are not exactly technologically inclined you get what i'm saying they are not aware on how this shit is done how this stuff is carried out you get what i'm saying so it's 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 yeah. it's crazy and hopefully people that are listening our listeners today would be able to like know what and what they should do and what and what they shouldn't do when it comes to 
mm. things like this. So it's it's that's uh-huh. that's just the reality indeed. Now, with the rapid advancement of technology, what are some exciting new technologies in cybersecurity field that are showing promise in combating these threats? Like, first of all, what are those what are those technologies in cybersecurity now that are amazing you that attackers are using? And also, what are the technologies that are down that could counter counter attack these threats that are in place currently? Well, I know that uh, if you match AI in cybersecurity, it, I don't know which is greater, whether it's good or, or it's bad, yeah. because it's looking like these guys, they don't sleep. Uh, today, you are seeing a defense, tomorrow you are seeing an attack. Today, you are seeing a defense, tomorrow you are seeing an attack. And then you have tools that uh, AI is still AI, actually, that automates so many very dangerous things. Um, and then I discovered that there is only, so let's use ransomware detection. Um, you There is only so much a ran, an IDS, an IPS can detect when it comes to ransomware or yeah. malware in, in total. General. Yeah, malware in total. Yeah, because one of the things I've come to discover is you can only detect what you know. So somebody was speaking and then he said, if we want to deploy a money, he was speaking to us and he said, if we want to deploy a malware, we just release it in bits, release it in bits. Instead of sending the whole thing and then you the, the antivirus or the ransomware detector checks for signature base, checks for all of those things. So um, AI coming into cybersecurity is changing the game. In, in in a different way it's bringing more yeah. it's making it more alive it's making it more alive so it's it's, it's becoming more interesting for the defenders and the attackers mm-hmm. as well it's becoming more interesting um they are setting um i know that um one of those uh, i think cobra strike i'm trying to remember the in, in what's in cobra strike but that's one of the things that attackers they just leverage on and then they hit straight and then well you are you are down so one of it ai itself is a technology that when added you you you've lost if you are not prepared i'm telling you you know in this in this cyber security thing we have the white hats the gray hat and the black hats so basically the -hmm. white hat are the ones that are defending against cyber attacks Mm -hmm. the black hats Mm -hmm. are the one doing the attacking aspect of it while the gray hats Mm -hmm. so are the ones like in between <laughs> they could decide to be white today they could decide to be black today you get what i'm saying stuff like that so that's right i've met i've met i've met a number of people that have told me this thing they just want to learn it so that they'll become gray hat yeah. and i just yeah and i'm like why <laughs> just why, why why would you want to be at the attacking side of it when you could actually make good money and not be on the run exactly the good side of it exactly so so the thing the thing now is the thing now is as as a white hat hacker as a white hat hacker yeah you have to be able to be black hat Mm -hmm. what i mean is you have to be able to attack the only way to stop an attacker the only way to stop a hacker is to know how to hack the hacker you get what i'm saying that's right yeah so but 80 percent of the chance yeah organizations don't have the chance to Mm -hmm. hack back there's this there's this policy in so many countries like here in the uk there are so many policies that like organizations shouldn't hack back so i want to get your own insights on should organizations be able to hack back? Let's say in a situation where your organization <laughs> is being hacked, yeah, and you guys okay. are you guys are losing like lots of data and many more. Do you feel that organizations there should be policy that should give organizations the ability to hack back? If you 
create the policy for organization hacking by if created a war that will not end in as much as the idea sounds very nice because obviously if i can hack you back so most of these guys do it because a few organizations can't hack back because they know that they are on the good side so yeah these are we are the only ones that are crossing the line and so they can't hack back and all of that but if they could hack back i would actually be in support of it because it will now reduce um because obviously if they are hacking back they are still going to be doing it within the frame of the law they are not going to go outside the law yeah. so if an organization employs uh, so there's this series um csi cyber i think one of those episodes they actually gave them the permission to do a number of stores and attack uh, to be on as white attackers they went as black hats so they went okay let's say gray they went as gray and then they hacked a number of people and then came back and then there was this episode where the lead white hat hacker he went and then he hacked somebody hacked a hacker discovered who she was and then uh, it was later discovered that he went through the back routes and then he was cautioned for it but at the end he actually got the information now the reason i would say i would support hacking back is sometimes if you don't do these things you may not get your information back you may not reach the end of it you won't really reach yeah. the end of it and then yeah and then uh you know for white hat yeah you know but I, I tell people it's not exactly like this black hat i'm more knowledgeable it's just that where we stop they don't stop and then that little extra step that they take to go inside they may jump they may meet uh, a new problem and then they find a new way of solving it so we are uh, we've reached the fence and we've already okay, we opened the door and we say okay we've opened the door come and see but these guys open the door and they go inside and they look for yeah. other ways of opening yeah. but, every other but, door. but you know in in some situations as an organization you really might not know who is hacking you because they are different they are different yeah. anonymity yeah they are different cyber like people we have the hackers we have the like people that hack hack hackism have a hacktivism people activist. that are, yeah hacktivists activist. yeah thank you people that are hacktivists people that are, are into like um, cy- um script kiddies people that don't really know about cyber security but they they just probably get something from the dark web and send it <laughs> yeah. to a, a company but you really and we have the organized crime yeah which are also cyber criminals yeah, and finally yeah. the most important yeah. one which is national national like cyber attack yes. which is people that yes. are working with government. the government you get what i'm saying now you yeah. might not really know yeah, who is hacking you so if you're probably being hacked by somebody that is using um somebody that is using a botnet that's using several other people's computers to hack you yeah you might probably be hacking somebody that is innocent you get what i'm saying like you imagine you're a victim (laughs) so the attack is a victim of a distributed denial of service attack where several botnets are being used to perpetrate the attack so if you're hacking back you might literally be hacking somebody that is innocent and probably crash the system Uh, yeah but at the same time you've not gotten to the attacker to the main source of the person who carried out the attack okay well that that's where a lot of experiences will now have to come in play because um so let's use anonymous for example these guys have been anonymous for years yeah Yeah, so they bounce off different system different nodes and all of that so if you trace a person back 
and you hack into the person's system there are certain activities you will see and you know that this person is not my target so exactly. you just yeah and then yeah and then you just focus on a different place but if organization if there's a policy that would um facilitate the only disadvantage of that it will it will now increase the rate of anonymity because everybody would want to be extremely careful mm -hmm. on how they go in and then when they go in and they know that they will not be tracked so instead of probably just picking what they want and leaving, it will now increase the rate of them being evil. So instead of just, let's say, stealing your data, stealing your um, your finance and all of that, they will now go further to now destroying the system, making it yeah. um, unable to recover. Yeah. yeah. So that's probably just going to be the disadvantage of it. But if an organization would really create a lot of work, I, as a white hat, I would really be interested. I want to... <laughs> definitely you want <laughs> to know get to the root of the matter yeah <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, yeah it's, that's very true for it's, it's for really me for me i for me a a technology in cybersecurity today i'm really 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 what i use the word scared about is deep fake yeah deep fake oh is, yeah oh yeah deep fake is something that is getting into like serious stuff when i mean deep fake for the listeners that don't know what deep fake is so deep fake is basically you using probably somebody's video or audio to um to act like they were the one but they are not the, they are not the one for example like there was this deep fake so video i saw your face on somebody's yeah, face exactly on somebody's face like now people that like use create a zoom call and use somebody else's face and it'll be like you're speaking to the person but you're not actually speaking to the person mm. like i could call you and probably put let's say bonaboy's face and i'm like you're speaking to bonaboy but you're literally speaking to Lawrence. you get what i'm saying so that's like the concept yeah. of deep fake and it has gotten deep to the point where I could probably use a video of someone and like the attacker could probably use a video of someone and like act like the person was committing a crime let's say shooting somebody else but that person is not i don't know if mm. you've seen the movie where the the i don't i've forgotten the name of the movie but in that movie the they had this camera company this like cctv company that they they created a boss an ai boss and they wanted this girl that created the ai to just go down that created the ai for the boss to just go down mm -hmm. so the moment she got into the boss they took her face they took her movements and created a deep fake of her shooting somebody else that kind of situation you'll be you'll be in serious problem with the government and with like that's right yeah and it's so real that men looking at it you would not be able to pick like you'd not be able to pick if this is actually true or not you get what i'm saying it is just so mm. so i don't know like that during the election period where they did so many deep fakes of peter will be like making mm. phone calls yeah. and stuff. it's just crazy yeah it's, yeah i heard about it's that. crazy because yeah it is it's something that you and 80 percent of people who listen to that and believe that it's this guy that is literally especially talking especially people that are not technologically exactly aware. aware of what's happening so it's and sadly we have them much more than we that are aware, aware that exactly exist. exactly so it is it is really really getting into into serious thing using yeah. machine i don't think there AI. is a lot yeah yeah and i don't think there is a lot of detection around that so if there is it's really very few very few um machine learning that is able to detect deep fake so it's something that will spread around for a couple of years before we begin to combat those things actively so it's 
it's really a lot yeah so <laughs> so which means today i can stand uh and just make a video about um, using your face and then send it to places and then true you know one of the things that people say brings authenticity you know when um the issue of cyber attacks became more prevalent they would okay if you have an issue let's say you you know the whole nigerian prince come and all of that you message somebody what what, what, what around something like that so you may say let's say you message somebody i think there was this stuff that happened in facebook where your account is hacked then somebody says okay i need this amount of money and then uh, based on because we are facebook friends uh, you will not send the money and stuff like that so when people became aware that these things were happening so if somebody now messages uh, and sends a message to another person and says okay hello lawrence please uh i'm stranded i need this amount of money so what happened now is people have become aware that these things can be fake so they can pick up their phone and call the person yeah. but with deep fake now it's you're still going to be in trouble still, honestly man you're still, honestly you're still in, trouble. Uh, in in the the ways yes, by which you could tackle these problems are still boils down to the the ways by which you create the problems which is ai and machine learning these are like the best ways by which you could tackle these problems like i'm currently doing yeah, my yeah, msc yeah. i'm currently doing my msc research in ransomware detection using machine learning and this is like mm -hmm. this is like is a, 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 a an area that causes problem at the same time would be able to solve the problem for you that's why when you said merging ai with cyber security can either be good or can either be bad you get what i'm saying people can use it for the yeah. bad parts and you could also use it for really good part because the brilliance of machine learning is being able to create patterns unknown patterns by itself so these unknown patterns will be unknown malicious activity on networks on systems you get what i'm saying to make sure that it is accurately detecting malware and detecting cyber attacks so that's that's really really a very good insight on what's the world and challenges today we are facing when it comes to cyber security no i was i was just going to add, i was just going to add that uh, so in the area of machine i think one of the so I feel the area of machine learning. So obviously we have supervised, unsupervised, uh, and then the reinforced learning that is why I feel has not been really, really touched. Yeah. Like the reinforced yeah, true, machine learning. True. So I mean, if it's if it is touched, we can have a lot of amazing uh, products, yeah. amazing uh, stuffs coming out, which will help with a lot of detection, prevention, yeah, and all of those. Thank you, thank you very much, Joshua. Um, now let's let's dive our yeah. attention to the future of cybersecurity. How do you how do you see the landscape evolving in the coming years, and what are the potential challenges and opportunities you see ahead in this field of cybersecurity? Okay, so um, for anybody that is interested, let me start from anybody that's interested in coming cybersecurity from now and even in the coming years. Um, you should add so i was speaking with somebody today and then he also going to cyber security so he was just throwing a number of questions at me and then i said um having knowledge okay so he's a um in the offensive not in the defensive yeah. so i asked him i told him okay while it is possible that in the field of cyber security you can be successful without um in quotes programming knowledge if you come to the offensive it is not so much yeah, it's one of either you buy a script mm -hmm. from somebody in the dark web, which uh, that's really, really dangerous, but or you are able to do those stuff yourself. So AI in the coming years, especially with the um, 
rise of uh, AIs like ChatGPT, Google Bard, and the rest. So adding AI to your suits, adding that knowledge of AI, yeah. how to develop, write scripts, develop AI, and all of that, it's going to be amazing. Because in as much as some people are scared that these things would, uh, some people feel, uh, I've been feeling like it's taking away their jobs. I just feel it's supposed to reduce your stress for yeah. you. So if you add AI, so I know that, I've seen a post on LinkedIn that someone made. I've not really gone through of how you could tell ChatGPT to write um, a a malware for you. You know, obviously, if you ask ChatGPT to write a number of things to tell you, sorry, I can't write this. Yeah, the one the one that reported back to the government. To, yeah, that reported back to the US. Yes, yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, but there's a walk around with ChatGPT. Yeah, there's a uh, LinkedIn post on that. As a worker, I've not really studied it. But then, apart from that, even if a GPT was not there or GPT cannot be used for that, um, so you as a cybersecurity personnel, if you have, if you are, or if you are coming into this field, the next three to five years, as you're learning this, you are also merging it because now there are courses that um, going to study in undergraduate level or master's level, they are cybersecurity and artificial intelligence, so they combine the both together to teach you so that when you come out you have a certain level of advanced knowledge so in the next five years i see people not having knowledge of ai in this field will be at a really great disadvantage yeah. because a number of things are coming now if you have we have sock centers that are literally run by ai 24 the so intrusion detection is becoming too so advanced uh we have so many people doing a number of detection a number of detection a number of detection everybody's uh, yeah. building softwares around detection building software snots is there hids are there different um stuff so adding ai is one of those things that in the next five years should be in your suit should be it has to be a part of you being able to just sit and write of uh, your own scripts and yeah. all of that if uh, not, you want... really be at a great disadvantage yeah, I want I want to really ask. Yeah, what okay. do you feel about this field in cybersecurity, information, information security, and creating cyber awareness, like cyborg, for example, like something like that. What do you feel about like that particular? Because cybersecurity is wild, is wide. Sorry, you have like network security, you have web app security, you yeah, have yeah. mobile security. So it's way more than just okay. ethical hacking. You get what I'm saying? There's penetration mm-hmm. testing. There's active mm-hmm. defense, incident response. So it's way wider than being at the like penetration testing aspect of it, where you you have to be have a very strong idea of ethical hacking. You get what I'm saying? So information security. What do you feel about this aspect and cyber cyber awareness? Because it's it's a very it's okay. a very big one that companies will have to like incorporate. You get what I'm saying? In order to protect the CIA of people. That's confidentiality integrity and availability of data so yeah yeah all right so for information and security uh, cyber awareness there is um no security if you don't know what you're defending yeah literally if you don't know what you're defending uh, there is no security so information security um is a great field but um as things okay as things advance we can't really phase out that aspect of cyber security yeah so like you said if uh, so one of the things i do when i introduce people to cyber security i take them straight to cyber seek cyber seek.org 
cyberseekswek.org. So there it has all the different fields. I tell that cybersecurity is like an umbrella word. So it has all the different fields, the network security yeah. and cloud security and all of those stuff. Yeah, so information security, I feel it is still going to be very, very useful to tomorrow because you can't defend what you don't know. You can't take any action on anything you don't know. So cyber awareness, yeah, it's just that uh, we may need to merge it with another field, um, either with the blue team or red team, probably um, merge it with blue team or uh, penetration testing. Uh, in as much as penetration testing doesn't exactly do that because your job is to pen test, then report back to the IT department who then take up the stuff up. So probably imagine you blue team or stuff like that. But till tomorrow, information security would really be, it's a really good field. I would encourage everyone to pass through it, not to stay on it, to pass through it, to get to where they are going to. Because I said, you can't defend what you have no knowledge about there. Yeah? So that's a very good um, aspect of cyber security yeah. for you to be able to, and then yeah and then uh part of the things we will learn in information security obviously uh if you know what it is you have an idea of how to then defend against yeah. it yeah, something like that yeah so that's that's really good so it's it's crucial for us to like stay ahead in this curve and anticipate these challenges oh, these yeah. future challenges now on a on a more practical note yeah what are some important steps that individuals can take to protect themselves from cyber attacks and potential hacking attempts what are those steps that our listeners should look out for in order to avoid like all the possible steps you could like think of just let us know what are those steps <laughs> that it, because okay. it's, it's 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 enormous yeah it's not possible for you to actually list all the steps yeah all the basic ones that yeah. you know would reduce the chance of like a listener getting hacked what are what are those steps you feel mm-hmm. all right so um let me share a story first then we'll continue on that lane so um um there was a year i was just sitting down and then i was really not in the mood for anything in that year i just wanted to just be alone and it was my birthday that day and then i was uh and then somebody called me i'm like hey how far josh and all of that so um so he's it's a religious person that called and he said okay my spiritual father uh, wants to pray for you and then he will send you an amount <laughs> obviously well everybody needs an extra cash and i'm like okay fine that's yeah. cool because i know the person so yeah he's okay it was a facebook message he sends me and then he said okay he's uh, they are going to call me and then send me an amount and I'm like, okay that's fine so because i was already in the mood i just sat and then the call came in and then we spoke and then he prayed for me and all of that then he said he'll send me an amount and then uh, while what i did not take note of was the fact that that period i was being social social engineered yeah because my mind was not there so what yeah. happened was <laughs> what happened was i was on the call so the phone was on my ears and then he said all right there's a code I, that i just sent to you now read out the code back to me and then because he already mentioned the issue of money so my attention was more when i could send this money so he said send me this code back so i just uh, i brought the phone back i put the phone on a uh, loudspeaker i called the number for him and then i removed it on loudspeaker and i put it back on my ear and then it did not hit me that okay and then so he just said he was very calm 
coordinated. Obviously, it's not someone that yeah, is just starting in that exactly. attack. He was very, yeah, he was very calm, very collected. And then he said, all right, we'll, we'll get back to you. You'll hear from us and all of that. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. So when we're done, I put the phone down. So uh, I think five minutes later, I was looking at my phone. Alpha, there's nothing. No, no, no alert no, yet. <laughs> no alert is coming in. <laughs> yeah. No alert is coming. So five minutes, ten minutes. No alert is coming in. Then I think about thirty minutes later, it hits me that oh my god, where did this code come from? Yeah. <laughs> where did this code come from? Then I went and I saw that it was my Facebook reset code. Wow. And I'm like, oh my god. Wow. Oh my wow. god! Yeah, so instantly I tried to log in back, and you and I discovered, oh my god, hacked. I couldn't log in back. Sorry, oh man, the god. hacker has been hacked. But then, <laughs> you have been, you have been yeah, off and around that period, <laughs> and around that period, funny enough, around that period on my WhatsApp, I was doing a cyber awareness. I was just okay. I think I also did. Uh, uh, I had a series of Zoom, uh, Google Meet meetings. Yeah that I was giving awareness on people how to stay and not to get a lot of social media to get hacked and all of that. And then imagine me finishing a weekend telling people not to get hacked <laughs> and then coming the next week. And the teacher will be hacked. <laughs> and then going back. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, no, 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 no. This cannot happen. This yeah. cannot happen. So I packed my bags and I left the office. I was headed home straight. So the whole period on transit. Now, this is where I... Should I say I want to blame Facebook? I feel by now they should have made an upgrade to it. Uh, because at that point, my Facebook, okay, I could not log into my account. So I tried, I tried, I tried. Then I thought to myself, I said, okay. So instead of me facing the embarrassment, me as a teacher, getting hacked, <laughs> then coming back to my WhatsApp or telling somebody to help me post on Facebook yeah. that, sorry guys, <laughs> his account has been hacked. And all yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. So I said, no, 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 no. If I can't access this account, this guy should know access, access yeah. the account. So let's, let's block, block the account. account. Yeah. Yeah. So I kept on uh, hitting the account, hitting the account, brute forcing me. I just kept on throwing different passwords, throwing different passwords. And that's why I say I blame Facebook because um, I knew I threw up to 15 exactly. passwords. This, different passwords. This, like, sorry, no, sorry. Yeah, this same I, thing you want to say now. Yeah. yeah. Most top companies yeah. now don't put in that limits that password limit where you yeah could, limits you could send. meaning exactly. i could get your account and, and try to like bruce force it and it will keep going it will keep going it's okay exactly but and you know the reason why they don't put it is because it actually helps in the user experience yeah nobody will want to after like five mm -hmm. times you've forgotten your password then you now want to uh, wait for like one hour or two hours you get nobody wants to go through that so that's why most of those companies don't add it sure. and they are top companies so they don't want their users to like their user experience to be down but at the same time it has added that vulnerability to their systems, to their network. Exactly. You know yeah. So somebody said, if you increase security, user experience reduces. So exactly. That's exactly. exactly. The Once you increase that's security, it. their experience reduces. Yeah. So uh, I, I kept on trying. I know I tried up to 15 times. And then instead of them telling me account is blocked, they tell me account is temporarily disabled. And then I'll just go off. And then when I'm back, I'll try again. I'll try again up to 15 times. And then throughout the transit, I didn't raise up my head. So when I got to my destination, my head was bent and on my phone. I was just trying. Obviously, I know it was random password. I would just be trying. So even if I press a character, I would hit login. And like that, like that, like that, like that, like that. Until I was able to finally, from temporarily disabling the account, 
to finally disabling and locking the account then yeah. facebook sends me a message and say okay if this is your account then prove that it is your account send us your picture <laughs> send us your id card yeah and all that. And oh my god i was sweating i was really sweating i'm like oh my god oh fuck. i can imagine what I, I got a lot of things were in my head and part of the on the top of the list was that aspect of how can i go back and tell people uh, sorry man my account <laughs> my account has, has been hacked and uh, yeah so at the end that pride I was able that to pride that pride as a cyber security oh yeah that pride oh no i i could not yeah. lose that pride <laughs> i could not but at least now i'm able to tell the story with so much yeah. joy because i, I yeah, covered exactly, my account back exactly. yeah and all of that so uh so i tell uh so what i tell people i say in as much as even if um that facebook reset happens to people so first of all one of the things to take note of is so i had um somebody living close to me this year had the same issue so we just got into the house to see um her husband and then we had uh okay people miss calling her that okay um uh, your facebook you're posting something else so someone hacked the facebook account and tagged someone that had that is late i think about three years now the person had died and they tagged the person's account and then people are wondering okay what's happening and then posting a number of things so i'm like okay so i come down i try going through the high so okay so how did this happen how did this happen he said she didn't click any link she didn't download anything okay and i'm like okay so did you receive any call anything like that she said the only thing she received is her son is in ss1 and then the school somebody from the school called and said uh we want to add your son to a zoom link or something like that some zoom meeting or something like that or a telegram group something like that and then we are going to send you a code please tell us the code yeah. back yeah and then because she is not cyber aware and all of that and then she felt okay probably her son yeah they want to do something in school stuff like that and then she gave them and i just laughed i said okay that's how they got it <laughs> yeah that's how they got in yeah so i told them the same thing just keep hitting the account to you they disable yeah. it yeah i don't know i've not I, I i think they're able to do that before i left the house that night so that's one of the first things we should be conscious of yeah someone just randomly calling you to even if they randomly call you to greet you when they begin to say give us data yeah this, information information yeah you yes, should know that you're, just, you're in the process exactly. of getting getting fished and getting attacked that's it yeah that's it your senses should be very yeah. up very high you should know that oh okay this something is going mm-hmm. on here yeah um and then uh okay i think what came to mind now there is this stuff i don't know uh if it happens over there but i know that still it happens here in nigeria where uh i think on my phone i've seen this particular message about four five times you just see a file from an unknown number and telling you to download <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, yeah, because yeah. I also, curious. I also see it. I also see it in my Nigerian line, and it was yeah. it was so popular in that, yeah. like I think it would be MTN or something that, related yeah. to MTN. And you know, MTN. when MTN sends you a message, when MTN sends you a message, you can't actually reply them back. You get what I'm saying? There are messages that yes. once you get sent, you yeah. can't reply back. But this particular one, you can't reply. you can't reply, and I'm like, is it me you're trying to play with? And then I'm seeing download. <laughs> I'm saying download and you can't view without downloading. So I'm like, nah, to avoid the temptation of downloading this thing, let's just delete it. Yeah. So that yeah. could be another way. As simple as it is, so funny enough, all of these defenses are not necessarily the top, top stuff. It could just be something as little as that. Because yeah. most times we use our phones for all of these things. 
for our daily activities we perform financial transactions on this phone so i think somebody said they tested that stuff by downloading it and then it was was it a malware or a keylogger something like that uh, i think okay it, it, it was a malware and it took over the person's phone and obviously it sends back data to the other person the owner of the malware and all yeah. of that so as little as those things uh, there was temptation even for me as a cyber security professional to click on that link let me just what mm-hmm. is this let mm-hmm. me let me see that, that curiosity. This, just to be safe just yeah that curiosity to be safe just delete yeah. it yeah so um being cautious about somebody telling you to give them something um downloading what you do not know yeah yeah or receiving a call from whoever it is that you do not know and all of that then as we said from the beginning clicking on links that whoever it is sends it to you i really at this point do not care who sends a link to you if you cannot so one of the things i do sometimes i'm not sure of a link i i literally go word for word i look at each letter i look at yeah. each letter and the extension the top level the top level yeah. domain i look at the extension dot words yeah and uh, there was a period i did an awareness on top level domain these are the domains that are acceptable dot com dot org dot whatever these ones are malicious these ones are clean these ones are unsure something like that i think i should do something like that again um but then uh, so um uh, being careful about who calls you being careful of what you download looking at a link critically and then if you're not sure of what the link is virus total as you said virus total has been helping a lot yeah. of people for a long yeah. time yeah virus total has been helping a lot then if you have another one of the things now that is very difficult to to get is when you use link shortness mm-hmm. So link shortness can be very dangerous because you just see, let's say, a bit dot u uh, bit or a tiny URL, yeah, or tiny URL, and then you're like, okay, so where does this actually go to? There's a website called redirects.com. I think it's redirects or redirectsurl.com. If I'm not mistaken. If I get it, I'll send it to you. Redirectsurl.com. Yeah. Um, you can put the link inside then to tell you exactly where you're being redirected yeah. to yeah so it saves you and then it keeps you safe then um of recent i had a hacker tcm saying what he considers as a not weak password is a 15 character length password and i'm like mm-hmm. oh, wow See, truth be told, even us, even us that are in the cybersecurity world, yeah, we don't use long passwords. Definitely, we make our password as difficult as possible, yeah. But it's not, it's not possible for me to say I want how many, how, how do I want Ah, to? And then you remember all of them. So if if you're going to use a fifteen, if you're going to use a fifteen word character password, yeah, you're going to use a fifteen character password. Now you're basically going to be saving that password in your browser, which is also another danger. You get what I'm saying? Saving the password passwords on your browser. The only place I believe in saving passwords in is, let's say you're using a mobile phone that has a password like saver like a password app yeah password password manager manager. you get what i'm saying that's the only place i i advise people to save because if somebody can have access to like your browsing session which is session hijacking they could get your passwords you get what i'm saying so it is it is it is it is cyber security can go sideways in so many ways in so many ways so most people would want to save their password on their browser because it's easy to like Mm -hmm. get back when you come back to that website it's already Mm. but trust me once your session has been hijacked which is not so difficult 
session hijacking is not a difficult attack to actually carry out you get what i'm saying mm -hmm. so yeah. once your session has been hijacked you the person the attacker could actually have access to all the passwords that have been saved on that particular browser so it's 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 That's a right. whole it's a whole lot i think there's also another i saw i heard somebody say instead of saving your password on a password manager or in a website that could get hacked you could write it down and i'm like oh wow <laughs> oh wow, wow. <laughs> it's really oh wow because like i don't understand how do you want to save how do you want to keep the the right the right of that you won't actually get so it's exactly so i think one thing i'm still trying to explore to see how safe it is is um in as much as it might not be safe 100 percent, but i'm still trying to explore it to see how safe it is so i wouldn't recommend it yet for anybody is um having an encrypted flash with an encrypted file that has your password inside so the file in it is encrypted and the folder is encrypted and the flash itself yeah is encrypted. but most so most, most of this most of side. like this kind of like technology this kind of like method would have to be used by people that are like technologically inclined to be able to have it an encrypted yes. an encrypted <laughs> probably flash drive and an encrypted file that will yeah. say ah, Folder. most yeah. people don't even know what encryption yeah, is it's, it's a lot <laughs> more to have an <laughs> and most people the average uh person doesn't like something exactly that them exactly so just something that is straight. just yeah. let me click and then you exactly. auto fill exactly auto fill and so, because even now sometimes we are tempted to use mm -hmm. auto fill and let's just let's just, let's just move on yeah. so what are some other what are yeah. some other um crucial what are some other crucial? all right so um antiviruses Funny enough, we've looked down on them and we feel it's just quote and unquote the whatever virus we think we know they they, they protect. But most vi antiviruses now, because obviously because of competition, so everybody's becoming advanced, even if they don't want to become good. But because of competition and they want to stay relevant yeah. in the market, all of them have to now become advanced. Yeah. yeah. So I find that even antiviruses now have password managers and they're telling you, okay, we can keep you safe. And I find that even Kaspersky antivirus and others and i've not checked the others i'm supposed to do a video on antiviruses um you see that what they do is now they have this protection but obviously you have to pay for that particular aspect you have to increase the payment plan and change your payment plan what they do now is there's even um anti-spy yeah so they try to check who is spying on you is your ip address exposed yeah. and all of them yeah so that brings me to that set of um in as much as you don't click a website that you don't know you carefully stay you avoid certain places on the web. So I know that we have people that are very, very curious. So now if we talk on people that are into cybersecurity and they just enjoy the deep web, obviously we you know the deep web is not exactly a dark, a yeah. bad place. Just some people that just like their privacy and all of that. But if you go there, you have to be ensured that you mm -hmm. are covered. So these are people that are very adverse in technology. You use your Tor, Onion Router, um, add-on soft, ensure that you use a, a, a what's it called? Um, a VPN and all of that. Yeah. Then talking about VPN, I did a session last 2021. Um, and then one of the things I said was this VPN, seen as much as we trust them. So I remember the period that we had a Twitter issue in Nigeria and then people are just downloading, downloading. Yeah. VPN, any VPN yeah. that crosses their screen, they just, they just download, download and yeah. all of that. So I think one of the things that one of the people I, I gave thumbs up during that period was Samsung. Kind of they come with yeah, their VPN, own VPN. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, devices have their yeah. own VPN. Yeah. Uh, so that one we can trust that it is safe. But the problem is most people do not know anything about VPN. They just know that you just click connect and mm -hmm. that's all. It takes you to US, takes you to Canada, 
and then you're yeah. able to access Twitter. But what they do not know is these VPNs, most of them log your data. A good VPN is supposed to be a paid VPN. Now, when it is not a paid VPN, it logs your data, which a VPN is not supposed to do. A VPN, the major or one of the works of a VPN is supposed to keep you anonymous. And the way they keep you anonymous is by not logging your data yeah so those free vpns what people don't know is they can save those data and then sell it on the dark web and then you begin to get very funny funny messages from places you really don't know where you got them from or yeah. you check a wipe in pond and you probably see your email addresses inside of there inside yeah. those places and all of that yeah so checking the vpn if you must still use a vpn because there are certain things that sometimes what to do um two months ago i had to use a vpn to turn myself um to the us all right and all of that so i you had to you have to ensure that it is something recommended that has been proven not just because you like it and it is has less amount of mb to download or because it is free if it's a couple of bucks for you to play pay just pay and then obviously um i used to tell people when i start a number of awareness i tell people we as humans we like things that are free mm -hmm. but free is a cost it free has a cost yeah in as much as we may not see it in the short term but free has mm -hmm. a cost and in the long run when we discover the cost we'll be so sorry for ourselves that we actually took the free yeah. route yeah so pay for the vpn the one of the things i i just that just came to my mind again is downloading uh i know we've talked about downloading stuff on your phone but downloading documents on your email that you are not sure who you exactly. came from even if you are sure of who you came from you have to be literally sure that the person is person sending this yeah. stuff to you because you can just download certain stuff and then oof, that's the end yeah that is the end especially especially if devices. especially if you're working for an organization and you are the one that the the attacker is using as the route to get into the organization yes. it's advisable you don't you don't exactly. and again awareness is a very important thing when it comes to cyber security because mm -hmm. awareness cannot end mm -hmm. in this industry because so many people so many end. people really need to know and this podcast is also a means to get make people aware that's why i've brought somebody with like good knowledge mm -hmm. and good experience like you on the show today because the the awareness needs to really get to the ears of so many people because it's it's really important mm -hmm. for them to like know what and what they shouldn't do and how to what what and what they should avoid in order for them to be a victim of cyber attack because even if somebody right. like us if people like us that have been like knowledgeable in tech for quite a number of years can get hacked why why not somebody that doesn't really know much background about it so that's that's yeah. that's basically it. also two factor authentication i think yeah is is also what, what yeah yeah multi-factor yeah. authentication yeah it's it's very 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 uh i think i saw a video which uh, although it's a paid video uh, i need to finish a number of things i'll go back and get the video uh, uh it's a paid video i saw that a lady was able to bypass multi-factor authentication and i'm really really interested in seeing how she was able to do that because and then one of the most secure ways now uh if you've tried tunneling with ssh yeah. you see that if there's no two-factor authentication that yeah. is the end you are in and then yeah, in the system, you are yeah, good yeah, to go nice and then i saw uh yeah in the system and i saw this um this online banking somebody opened it on his um his pc and i'm like oh wow so this this is just that i could brute force this if there's no two-factor authentication and i mean so two-factor authentication uh your biometrics your password confirming your email addresses it is a must it's not even an option to multi-factor authentication is not an option you know it is not as stressful as people yeah, think it exactly. is exactly 
It's just you put your password, then they ask you to reconfirm it's if it's you. you. By, send, and then that's by sending you I that's, a code yeah. or, or using your biometrics. Exactly. Like that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I know that certain times when you try to log in your Google on a different account, they probably tell you, okay, if this is you on your other device, check and confirm yeah. this particular number exactly. before yeah. you can log yeah, in. That's yeah, that's true. also multi-factor authentication. So that is literally at the top of the list. If you can enable every kind of multi-factor authentication just do it any multi-factor authentication do not download anything that does not concern you if it's not necessary just forget about it so i was supposed to send a lady a document on linkedin but then she's the cyber security personnel and i'm a cyber security personnel and i'm like okay if i send this lady's document she will not click it because she doesn't know me so i had to just write it out in her dm write it out okay this is this 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 and at the end of the message i had to put it okay now i'll send you a word document it is not a malware so please download it and check <laughs> yeah. it yeah yeah especially <laughs> yeah. if, if you're if it. you're coming from a, a a platform like linkedin where you could see literally everybody that works for any organization that's that's yes, that's basically the exactly. softest place to gather information if you want to yeah, like social, hack a system yeah, you know information gathering. so that's one of the that's major right. major information gathering spots we still have places like yeah. instagram facebook people that put their whole life on social media yeah you yeah, yeah. Know. facebook yeah facebook yeah. so so what something happened i i changed my uh, uh one of my pictures on facebook my cover photo i think last time i changed that was 2019 if i'm not mistaken and then when I went back, although there are not so much replies, but I think presently within one hour, okay, no, within 24 hours, I have not much, just uh, I think almost 300 likes and 20 something comments. And I ran away, I could not reply any <laughs> yeah. comments. But I'm like, oh wow. So people do, I'm not used to people. People still use, stories, people still use I'm Facebook. And even the ones that don't use it still have their account there and still have their data there. Yes. You get what I'm saying? They still have what. Yes. Your, and the funny thing your is, your data can't change. Most people don't know that. Yes, most people don't know that when your account is hacked and you rush to create another account, you are also releasing much more information yeah, yeah. to them because now you've created a second account. You may now upload something that was oh, not, not in the exactly, previous account. Exactly. So exactly, and then they see that information. So there was somebody I think um, about being secure online. There's someone that messaged me last year. Was it last year? And then he sent me a picture of his laptop screen. And then it was Chinese writings. And I'm like, okay, what's this? He said he saw a free website, a free software. He wanted to download free. Like I said, free will always cost you. So he wanted to download a free software and then he clicked on it and then it was around somewhere. And they told him to pay nine hundred dollars. That 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 would probably be <laughs> that probably be crypto crypto ransomware. Like you know, ransomware has yeah, the, locker and crypto. Yes, right? yes, crypto ransomware. Yeah, that's yeah, crypto ransomware. And I say, bro, you don't have nine hundred dollars. <laughs> I don't have nine hundred dollars, so just wipe your system I'll and start, start afresh. Yeah. Like that, 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 yeah, that, that kind of thing would so be painful. This is why people really yeah, need to it know is. much about this stuff. So. Yeah, so so one of the defense again saying this just made me remember that you need to have so I know that Google has helped us, uh, Microsoft, HP has helped us with OneDrive for backing up your data. Google has helped you backing up your data and all of that. So your data should continuously be backed up. So even if by chance you fall a victim of ransomware, you can wipe and know that when you recover, it's only a very insignificant amount of data that you're yeah. using. You're not losing the whole yeah. thing. So as part of protection, you ensure you back up, back up, back up, 
backup a lot and ensure that on your network let's say for organizations now your backup is not on, on that, that same, same network. network even if it's on the same network it should preferably, be segmented preferably backup backup should be done in the cloud that's why i feel cloud backups because yeah yeah okay yes cloud is more secure retrieve. yeah i i feel OneDrive too is also cloud OneDrive is also a form of cloud storage, yes it is yeah. So yes, Apple, has, yes, Apple also is. has their own. But even if it's your mobile device, it doesn't even have to be your PC. Even if it's your mobile device, because mobile be device also some people's phone has more more of their data than their yeah system. information than yeah. their yeah their, so yeah, it has to be right. backed up because even mobile device, whether you're using iPhone, whether you're using Samsung, whether you're using Techno, no matter the phone you're using, mm-hmm. it can still be hacked. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So it thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those are those are very <laughs> those are very incredible, valuable tips, Joshua. Thank you for sharing them with us. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah that will be our yeah, time for you. today because of we've exceeded yeah. one timeline. It's been incredible. Yeah, we have. It's been incredible talking to you, brother. Thank and you. my sincere gratitude thank to you. our guest, Shinabo Joshua, for enlightening us <laughs> with his expertise and insights into the captivating world of cybersecurity. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you for having yeah. me. I hope to be back yeah, soon. Definitely, thank definitely. You. you surely be back soon. And to our listeners, thank you for tuning in <laughs> to another episode of Tech Talk with Lawrence. We hope you found this episode informative and empowering. Stay vigilant, stay informed, and together we can navigate the cyber landscape with resilience. Thank you so much for tuning in today and see you in the next episode.